The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. We say good morning uh, to Kenny Wallace, the pride of Arnold, Missouri. Hi, Kenny. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, you talk about Jacksonville, Illinois. I've, I've been trying to race there, but it keep getting rained out. Been very unlucky yeah. lately. It's going to rain Friday Kenny, again. You, yeah. you have an interest in a couple of tracks, dirt tracks. Do you not? Tell me about that. Well, I used to. You know, Kenny Schrader, Tony Stewart, yes. and myself, NASCAR racers, we all are equal owners at the Macon Speedway right there in Macon, Illinois. Right. And, of course, yeah. we know Bob Sargent very well, who does the races here at the State Fair and in Ducoin also. So he stops by to say hello. So I know he has mentioned your name on numerous occasions. All right. Uh, goes without saying. Uh, article today. Let's go back to last Sunday. First of all, was the race in Madison, was did even exceed expectations? Everything I'm hearing, the drivers, the fans, everybody loved it. Tell me from your perspective up in the booth with Fox. Well, you know, nowadays we, we, we tend to judge everything. I, I remember years ago when, when, you know, we're down here at Bush Stadium or up there at Robin Roberts Stadium. If it, if it was a 7 and nothing game, if it was a blowout, we loved it. We were still going to drink beer and have a good time. But nowadays, <laughs> we judge everything. Was it was it a good game? Was it a bad game? So if that's if that's where we're headed, I can tell you this: that uh, that NASCAR race down here in St. Louis was a grand slam. Uh, and here's why: Be, the number one thing is everybody was worried about traffic flow. Can can we put you know sixty thousand people? Now think about that. You know, I mean, Bush Stadium sold out at forty, forty-five thousand. We put, yes. you know, sixty thousand people in there, and, and you know, the race ended up really good. It was a hell of a finish, so everybody was very happy. Ross Chastain, Denny Hamlin, give me your take. I know you might have had a little disagreement with Mike Joy, uh, and that's been alluded to. Uh, in print media. Give me your take. Was that just racing at the NASCAR level? There are people who said they both should have been, you know, taken, sat down, and so on and so forth. You didn't agree with that. Give me your take on it. Well, first of all, my wife told me that there was an article out that me and Mike Joy disagreed on something. And I, I don't know what that's about. What, what does the article say? Basically, I think that it said that, that Joy said uh, that they both should have been taken off the track and sat down and taken out of the race, and uh, you disagreed with that and said, no, that's just racing. That's just racing. I don't ever – I really don't remember that. <laughs> but anyway, moving forward, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I believe that, you know, with all the analytics we have, it does show that Ross Chastain was all over the brakes. Uh, we, you know, it's it's very hard to get away with anything nowadays. So, did Ross Chastain wreck Denny Hamlin on purpose? And then, uh, you know, 20 laps later, did he wreck Chase Elliott on purpose? I think the kid's just full of energy. You know, he's a two-time winner this year. He's, he he kind of reminds me of an, an Ernie Irvin. Now, 
I will say that Ross Chastain is getting to a point where he's going to have to apologize to a lot of people. And, uh, you know, about 25, 30 years ago, Ernie Irvin stood up in front of all the drivers at the driver's meet at Talladega, Alabama, and he had to apologize to everybody because he kept wrecking. Well, one time he wrecked the whole field accidentally, caused a wreck, and the whole wreck, the whole field got into it. So, you know, uh, Ross Chastain's a good kid, but he's too aggressive right now too early. And he, he's, there's a list that is growing inside the garage area. A lot of drivers are getting upset with him, but did he wreck these people on purpose? No, but he's just too aggressive right now. He's, you know, he, he's got he's got to simmer down just a little bit. Kenny, is it good for NASCAR that on any given weekend, whether it be a Saturday or a Sunday race, uh, that any driver can win? It certainly has shown that. Logano's had some success, of course, with the win last week, now multiple winner. But, boy, there have been a lot of different winners. Is that good for NASCAR? I would think it is. Oh, it's fantastic, and here's why. They just, uh, they just changed the sport. Uh, you know, there's no secret that NASCAR – fell some 60 to 70 percent you know uh where we used to have 250,000 people now we have 100,000 people you know where we used to put 100,000 people in now we have uh, 60,000 people the sport is still huge just massively big but they created this new race car called the next gen and what's great about this car is we got all these new car owners like michael jordan uh, and, you, you know, uh, they are able to go buy this car, and they're able to assemble it. And, and that's why you're seeing so many different winners, because teams are not able to get an advantage anymore because you're not able to do anything to the car. How's the game? If, if I mentioned Dale Earnhardt Sr., you had a relationship with him, a strong relationship. Didn't you, in fact, wasn't that one of the first guys that you drove for? Yes, it was. You're, you're accurate. Yeah, my brother, Rusty Wallace, uh, was good friends with Dale Earnhardt Sr. Plus, I was a crew chief mechanic before I became a race car driver. I was a late bloomer. I didn't start racing until I was 22 years old. It was crazy. Uh, and all those guys knew me as a crew member. Uh, I was a crew member in NASCAR for uh, Joe Rutman when he drove the Levi Garrett car. So it was uh, it was it was fun to go back down, you know, to Charlotte, North Carolina, in NASCAR as a race car driver, and uh, when uh, when I wanted to go down there and and become a race car driver, NASCAR said you simply cannot just show up at Daytona and run 200 miles per hour. We want to see you run in the Xfinity Series, just like Justin Allgaier is doing right now. Sure. Well, it was a great. Yeah, it was Dale Sr. that let me drive his car. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool. Kenny, what helped him? I mean, he and your brother Rusty had some incredible duels, and and they would put the you know the the friend on each other's bumper, and sometimes somebody went out, and so on and so forth. What what was about him that that certainly brought people? He was able to energize a fan base that I'm not so sure anybody's ever been able to duplicate. I've always said. Uh, the late, great Dale Sr. was a character. He was like uh, 
the Marlboro man. If you you know, back in our days, we had those. You know, he was that rough, rugged man. He was a man's man. Every man wanted to be Dale Earnhardt Senior. He was so awesome. Had that mustache. He'd wear a cowboy hat, and it would look good on him. It looked like that cowboy hat belonged on him. Uh, you know, he he got up very early in the mornings. He was tending to the chickens. Uh, you know, he really was. Uh, then he'd get in that race car, and he just, you know, he just uh, he just captivated uh, uh, the world. He was really an incredible man, and he could back up anything he would say. He was the real deal. Kenny Wallace, is it fair to say a guy was involved in quarter midget and some sprints here in Springfield, I know, and he told me once, he said, Sam, real simple, the more money you have, the faster you go. Do you agree with that? Oh, well, you know, not, okay, a little bit. Yeah, I'll say 50%. So, you know, years ago I went to the speed shops with my dad, and uh, there was a place down in St. Louis here called Weiss Speed Shop. And as a kid, I'll never forget, there there was a sign. It, it, it said just that, you know, money buys speed. How fast do you want to go? That's exactly what it said. <laughs> what it meant is if, if you wanted to get a really good motor, you'd have more horsepower. If, if you wanted to, you know, really run good and get a lot of good traction, you needed new tires. So, therefore, you know, if you wanted to play – you had to pay. And, you know, that's why Justin Algar has got a great sponsor like Brandt. And that's why yeah. I was able to stay in the sport because I was able to acquire sponsorship. You know, it, it's sad to say, but it, it costs money, you know, just like everything. But, you know, competition to kill you, man. You know, you, now listen, we work very, very hard. We run that mouth. We sell product. And uh, once again, if you're going to play – you got to pay, and so we do. If you could send the fans to one dirt track around here or in Arnold or Tri-City, Jacksonville, you tell me where. Where would you send fans to watch one race on the dirt? Well, there, there's no doubt in my mind that would be Macon Speedway, Macon, Illinois, and here's why. When I first went there, I could not believe my eyes. Uh, Macon Speedway right there in Macon, Illinois, it, it's so small that you can't even believe cars can race on it. But those local race car drivers and professional race car drivers, they are, they are able to run around that racetrack side by side. The track is perfectly shaped. They run high by the wall. They bang into the walls. They go around it. Then there's another guy on the very bottom. And it brings the crowd to their feet, and, and, and tempers will flare. The drivers will get mad at each other. They'll fight. And it's, it's just so darn exciting on any Saturday night right there. It's a, it's a, it's a, I'm not saying it's a lot of fun. It's very intense, but I believe that is, that is the racetrack. It's very old, been around since 1946 when Mr. Webb built it. Uh, it shut down for a while and, and we all, we all bought it. We, we listen. It was myself, Kenny Schrader, Tony Stewart, Bob Sargent. We saved that place. There's no doubt. It was no doubt. shut down. No doubt. And yep. uh, we, we saved it. 
a couple final questions, and thank you, Kenny Wallace. I know you're in town tomorrow night for NASCAR. And how, what's your connection? Do you know some of the guys involved with the with the Lucky Horseshoes? Yeah, you won't believe it. Uh, <laughs> it's a connection of a connection. So, uh, m- my dear friend Hermie Sadler has been in wrestling oh, yeah. his whole life, and uh, Hermie's got a friend there, and uh, you know that as part owner of it, and uh, you know it's going to work out perfect because. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in my truck and trailer. I'm headed to Ohio on Friday, so we're gonna leave here around noon tomorrow. Gonna leave St. Louis. I'll be driving up there to the stadium with my race car, my truck and trailer. And then when we're done having a good time, uh, we're gonna leave and head over to Ohio. But I love baseball. I love baseball. You know, I always have. I played I played baseball when I was a kid. I've heard you talk about the Cardinals on the couple of the St. Louis radio stations. You're incredibly knowledgeable. Final question. Your dad was in the business, in the racing promoting business. Tell me the influence and the effect that, that your father had on you and your brother. I tell people that, uh, you know, all of us that have family, we tend to do what dad did, right? So if my dad fished, we would have fished. We see this in baseball all the time. Ken Griffey Jr., Ken Griffey Sr. I'm the same way. My dad was a great local race car driver. And us boys, you know, my brother Rusty Wallace, Mike Wallace, we just wanted to do what dad did. You know, I've had people criticize me before and say, you're nowhere near as good as your brother Rusty. And I'm like, right. I I never said that either. I just wanted to do what my dad was doing. I love racing. And dad was good at it. And us boys worked on his race car. And, uh, you know, we we lived out in the garage, and, and to this day I absolutely love the sport. Well, my friend, thanks so much for the visit. I know people look forward to seeing you tomorrow in Springfield when you bring the hauler up with the race car in it and so on on your way to uh, Ohio. It has been a pleasure. I've enjoyed listening to you on the St. Louis radio stations. And when Jeff Jarrett said, I think I can make it happen, I said, double J, see if we can do it. Uh, It's an honor. I hope we can do it again. uh, Kenny Wallace, uh, best of luck to you and yours, and we look forward to uh, whatever you're doing in the media. It's good stuff. Thanks, my friend. Well, you're a good man. I appreciate you, and uh, see everybody uh, tomorrow night, Thursday. And when in Jacksonville, I'm buying that Speedway burger for you. My buddy's the cook. He makes all the burgers. you got a free one coming in Jacksonville. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Kenny. Have a good day. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.